0: So today I'm here with Bryce Cito. Hello, hello. Um, so we're here at the Not Creative Group studio, and we're going to be talking today about Bryce's new role here at the agency, um, what it means for us as a company, you know, some of the changes that are taking place. And also, you're um, going to hear about Bryce's background and some of the goals and, and stuff that he wants to accomplish as our new um, basically head of business development. Okay, so Bryce, um, obviously you're here working with us now. You're pretty much just finished your first like week or so. Seven days. Um, yeah. So how did you get here, and what were you doing before you came to Not Creative?
1: Yeah, no, that's a good question. So how I got here, actually. Um, so I've known Daniel for how long we know each other? Six months or so? Yep, probably about six months. Um, through a couple friends and just kind of networking around Toronto. Um, you know. So, our conversations kind of started a little while ago. Um, My background in business development, I've been doing it for seven, eight years. Went to school in journalism. Um, Obviously, not a lot of cash flow coming, you know, going into writing. Um, Got a a job selling cell phones actually in Costco, which was my first introduction into the world of sales. Um, Kind of fell in love from there. Fell in love with business and, and, you know, um, the hustling aspect of it. It got me out of my small town of Saskatoon, where I ended up in Toronto, selling services for a market research company, which allowed me uh, really good exposure into agencies and the agency model, um, and and working with creative services companies, Um, and then, you know, just kind of having conversations with you. We decided that this would be a good move, and, um, you know, I'm excited to be here. Awesome.
0: So... Your last job, I guess, was probably your most, most significant portion of your career so far. Um, so tell us about that agency and what your role was there.
1: Yeah, it's funny. Um, so when I started at the job, we start, I started working, uh, it was a tech company when I started. Um, so it was vision critical. So uh, we operated on a SaaS model, software as a service, and, and that's kind of what I was doing. So um, basic BDR role trying to book calls, reaching out to, to new prospects. Um, but the model was was more tech-based. And what happened after about a year and a half of working there is my side of the business, the side of the business I operated on, which was the consulting side, got bought out and we spun off. And all of a sudden, um, I was working for a consulting company. So, so then selling uh, research services um, for a company now called Maru Matchbox um, into agencies. So basically my role ex- extended a little bit further um, as opposed to being platform-based. We were, we were selling those uh, consulting services um, directly into agencies. And my role went from being the person that was booking the meetings to being the one that was closing business. Um, and, I, and I had a lot of hands-on experience because all of a sudden, I was working for a, you know, a very established startup, right? Right. Um, Very much to the market. nobody knew who our name was or what we were all about as a brand new name, not knowing that we had, you know, massive Fortune 500 companies. Um, We had to kind of start from the ground up. So a lot of what I had to do was working with some of the inside sales reps to to get some of those meetings from some of those Fortune 500 companies who had no idea who the hell we were. Um, And it was good, I mean, that kind of experience was huge for me and uh and in terms of learning the ins and outs of what business development actually is i mean it's one thing to be working for one of the tech darlings in canada and and everybody kind of wants to hear from you to going to a company that nobody has ever heard of and and, kind of start from the ground up so
0: so coming from basically journalism school obviously like you said you you had kind of the retail sales experience as well what what training did you have or what learning did you do on your own in business development specifically because yeah. I know it's a job that usually you're just kind of
1: thrown in to it right you kind of have to figure it out once you get in yeah it's amazing um and, and, and that's kind of the thing with business development I mean I think what really separates people who are successful are uh, are the ones who are willing to do that learning on their own um You know, you'll you'll be going through your LinkedIn, or you'll you'll get hit. I get hit with these targeted ads all the time of like that next business development tool that's gonna get you like a thousand qualified leads overnight. Um, But basically, uh, you know, the training on my own was essentially that human to human contact. Like nothing can replace that. You can get the best mail merge tool, the best kind of you know email blast tool, but at the end of the day, it's can you get a person to fuck? I want to talk to you, right? And um, and that's something that I pulled from from selling cell phones in Costco, essentially is how do you engage someone right away? And the mediums change, right? So it's one thing to work out of a kiosk and make eye contact with a mom in a shopping cart. um, And another one to engage, you know, a VP decision maker at a massive company over a medium like email or phone um, or at a conference. Um, But at the end of the day, that's still a person, right? And you still have to understand what is that person's motivations? What does that person care about? Um, And that's something that kind of carries without or or through um, every aspect of business development that I've been in.
0: Alright, so you went to school in Saskatoon and you studied journalism. Yeah. So, obviously, I'm sure other people want to make that connection to how that translates to doing business development for agencies in Toronto.
1: Um, so how did you, yeah, how did you basically get here? Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah so I grew up in Saskatoon, and I, I think every high school kid kind of goes through this, especially once you get to grade 12 and you're looking at what, what to do in school. Um, you kind of look at what you're good at, right? And I was a good writer. So that's what I was kind of told to do. I, I was kind of juggling between do I want to go and teach English or do I want to do journalism. Um, I decided on that went to University of Saskatchewan um, and I was lucky enough to kind of get into writing right away. So I was actually starting to get published in some of the local papers um, and I kind of had my voice out there right in my my first year at university. which was great, because that work experience made me realize that I fucking hated it. <laughs> like, <laughs> one, it didn't pay, so there was that. But the other part of it was, um, for me, like, writing was, was like a special thing for me, right? It was my way of kind of expressing myself, and I did, you know, creative writing all through high school. Then all of a sudden it was a job, and people were telling me what I needed to write about, the things I needed to touch on. Um, so for me, I realized that this wasn't the right program for me. And then the transition was simple, I mean, I dropped out of school and started selling cell phones. You know, that's what I did. Um, Through that, I was able to work my way up into a managerial position, which ended me up in Toronto. And then I was able to network myself into getting into um, a B2B role. Um, No business school, really no educational background under that one year of university doing English. Um, But, you know, my, my school was really just, the retail sales was a big part of that. Um, That's where I learned how to sell and then getting that opportunity um, to go into to doing more of a b2b um, Type role and yeah, I had to kind of start from the ground up Um, You know, it it was a bit of a pay cut for me to transition from retail into that very junior level um, corporate role Uh, But you know that was that role that allowed me to to realize you know um, What it takes to do b2b sales and how that's a different beast all in itself. Um, so, you know, uh, it, that transition was, was, was what I needed at the time, um, and this kind of got me here to, to the conversation we're having right now, um, where, I, where I'm able to, you know, look at an agency like now and, and look at the kind of growth potential it has and sit down with you and strategize ways that we can really help it help it get bigger.
0: As we mentioned you just recently started a Now Creative Group and you're joining the agency at a time where, you know, we've we have you know four full years under our belt as Now Creative Group. Before that, um you know I was freelancing as a designer, right? And doing a lot of stuff in the nonprofit space. Um so four years in, you know, we made it to about three years, three years in based on you know my network, right? Mm-hmm. Referrals. Um, doing good work and getting passed on to other people, um, a few, you know, ongoing clients, but nothing that was super sustainable or super um, ongoing, right? So, you know, maybe we'd have clients that come back to us once a year for something they needed, but, um, you know, or 10 times a year for little things, but nothing monthly, right? Nothing major. And so, um, I guess what we were looking for after the last year you know we had a sales person for one full year um, definitely stepped up our game uh, on that front we're able to grow the team but you know now we're kind of on a roll and we really wanted to keep that momentum going so you know again you're joining the team now where we're ready to take off not only are we focusing on sales and growth for clients but we're also focusing on some of our own projects and growing the team Um, so yeah first of all how does it feel to be joining at that time uh, and two, like you're joining an agency that's pretty much in its infancy, um, as opposed to one that has you know over 100 employees, right? So yeah. how how does that how does
1: that transition happen for you? No, no, it's great. I mean, first of all, how does it feel? It feels great. I mean, <laughs> uh, scary as hell, to be honest, because I'm coming from a world that was a lot more corporate, um, where we did you know big big business and. Um, you lose a lot, right? You lose a lot from scaling down from uh, from a well-established company to um, a very, very startup agency. Uh, it's a lot more entrepreneurial in that sense. But right now, I feel like that's that's the perfect time for me. And um, and I mean, it's the people, like um, kind of going into your second question um, and, and preparing for for you know. Future of now, um, not to discredit the work that's been done over the last four years, and like you said, it's been a lot of depending on your network and the work you've done, and that's a huge testament to you and the work that you do. Right? Um, people keep coming back, and the, the, your network kind of naturally grows without a natural salesperson going out there getting that business. Right. Um, you know, that, that's kudos to you, and that's <laughs> that's great work, um, and that's what makes me excited. It's just being in an environment where you know, the is doing really cool shit. And whether that's, you know, cool shit for our clients um, or for the content that we're developing, that's a dream place to be for somebody in business development. Is you want that product or that thing that you can go into any boardroom or any one-on-one coffee meeting or any phone call and just have something that you're that passionate about sharing. And that's the thing is, that's what made this a no-brainer to me is I really believe in the work that, you know, now was done in the past and having the conversations with you and looking at the work that we're gonna be doing in the future. Yeah it's super easy from a sales front to sit down with a client and tell them, hey look, this is where your brand is today, this is where we can get it to, and this is the cool shit we can do on the way to getting it there. I mean, who doesn't want to do that, right? <laughs> and um, for me as a salesperson who sold everything from you know other kinds of services to to cell phones, I mean, one of my first jobs was um, standing in the mall being one of those world vision people when I was okay. like 17 years uh-huh. old. So I've done a lot of really weird, um, you know face-to-face kind of engaging with people uh, on a variety of different topics and just in, just having something that you know I fully believe in um, in my back pocket to go into a meeting with I mean that's a beautiful feeling right so you're even though you're brand new at this role you have
0: so much kind of that that experience that confidence in, in dealing with people like you spoke about it's about dealing with people at different levels whether it's at a mall, at their office, or for a new entrepreneur in a cafe somewhere, right? Yeah. Um, so I guess the other thing to you know to talk about is is like you mentioned, passionate. Um, you know, everyone on our team is kind of enabled to start their own projects and do their own thing. So, for you, I guess that creates even more opportunity, right? Because you can market some of the stuff that we're doing as a company. Um, and so, one of the things we're working on is our own publication. We're going to have um, kind of a really nice magazine style publication that will be, um, you know, n- nothing monthly, right? It'll be a, a lot more lo- spaced out, mm-hmm. but high quality content, um, something that we can easily take. So my job as creative director and the founder is to basically provide you with some awesome materials that you can use to talk to people about. Um, do you want to talk about some of the other things we do Um, the events? and
1: Yeah, um, and, and that, that's a great thing to be part of too. So, um, you know, being part of NOW's team with, with the Training Tuesdays that, that we do every other Tuesday, um, just as an environment to learn. Um, so just... just being a part of a, of a company that's so focused on community, um, you know, as I was saying, the Training Tuesday uh, is a great way to kind of bring the community into you and, and being true thought leaders in a space, right? And, and, and that's kind of what community means. And, and as someone that's in business development, um, you're kind of always depending on your marketing team to develop good content and have leads come to you. The beauty of having a community and doing things like Training Tuesday is it, it you're, you're naturally giving value uh, without having to think about it, right? right. We're learning as people here it now. Um, some of our partners are learning, some of our clients are learning, some of our friends are learning. And it's just that ability for everybody to come in and, and kind of share ideas and, and making a really, um, you know, Collaborative space, um, and yeah, like, like uh, coming up this Tuesday, I'm super honored that you'd want me to to kind of step in and, and do this training Tuesday. So shameless plug. <laughs> um, um, yeah, so doing 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 this talk here, uh, which we haven't gone into about about play and how I've used that to kind of amplify my growth as a business development person and, and the businesses that I've been a part of. Um, so I'm super excited to be a part of that and then kind of, you know, get, get in front of the stage this time and see what that's all about and how it's like.
0: Nice. And for anyone who's listening to this, it will also be broadcast on Facebook live. Um, I don't know if you knew that, but (laughs) we usually put all our training Tuesday talks on Facebook live and then also, um, there'll be recaps and stuff in our, in our blog. So you did mention the aspect of play and kind of bringing that into the business development side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, can you talk to us about what you mean by that, what that
1: what that concept actually entails? Yeah, um, so I kind of mentioned my background in, in business development and sales. Um, and, and I guess that, you know, I've always kind of been driven in that aspect. Um, I've kind of gravitated naturally to sales and, and I've done, you know, pretty well in it. But what I didn't prepare for once I got into the corporate B2B sales environment was the absolute grind that it is. I mean, you know, the 9 to 5, 9 to 7, 9 to 8, um, where you're just kind of banging the phones, banging the emails, trying to get people on calls and then trying to take them down. Um, the pipeline to get to a close, right? Like retail sales is amazing. You smile at someone, you chop them, you talk about you know the value of the thing and you close them. Boom. Let's go. Um, B2B sales is like a six month a year process of every single step being its own grind. Um, and to be honest, it started to wear on me after a year or two. Of uh, my first, you know, B two B sales job, um, and I was getting burnt out. So, you know, naturally, I was kind of looking at new avenues that I could, um, you know, just kind of find different versions of myself and learn new things. Mm-hmm. Um, I was doing a couple of courses, and they were still kind of too businessy for me, a little bit too corporate, and I was kind of networking with the same kind of people. So, I wanted to mix it up, and I ended up on a whim signing up for a beginner's improv comedy class at Second City here downtown in Toronto. Um, Terrified. I was scared shitless. I didn't even know why I did it. It wasn't <laughs> even like I went They do these drop-in programs And it wasn't even like I did a drop-in first. It was like for here's thing. here's a couple hundred dollars Of um, eight weeks of my life. Let's see what happens So I went to the first one all these random people from all walks, walks of life didn't know anybody there um, I was like shaking because I was so nervous uh, After three hours, I loved it, you know, I was like Goofing around, laughing, putting myself out there, realizing that everybody in the room is just as human as you are. And, and, and I mean, there's nothing to be afraid of. Um, I became addicted. I mean, I went through the whole year-long program. I got my improv nice. certificate. I did a lot of shows around Toronto now. Um, I'm still kind of involved in it. My next class is uh, actually hip-hop improv- improvisation um, so I can get to test on my rapping skills a little bit. But, you know, what, what ended up happening when I was doing the, this improv and, and kind of, you know, taking these kind of courses that were outside of my comfort zone, um, I realized that there was a beautiful art in just kind of fucking around, right? And I took that into my day-to-day job, um, you know, immediately, like the next day. My first class was on a Sunday, so by the Monday morning, when I was starting my grind and started to hit the emails and the phones, I realized my tone had completely changed. It was no longer this template that I was kind of using and rehashing and working with my, you know, other corporate friends on how to do. Um, It was my voice. It was my way of speaking to people. And then all of a sudden, um, my response rates just started to skyrocket and um, my engagement levels started to get higher. I would go into meetings, I would go into pitches, and I would redo my deck. So it was no longer this corporate (laughs) templated deck. I would tell a story. I would tell a story about whatever it is that I felt to be true. Um, you know other kind of elements of improv kind of work themselves in about how to collaborate and be in tune with your environment how to listen before you speak Um, and the biggest thing is just how to like how to be in that moment and enjoy it Um, so yeah I realized that the biggest thing that was kinda standing in my own way was my own seriousness and how serious I took myself and once I realized that you know what like. We're all just humans, and we're all used to be kids one time, Um, and the best way that you connect is the same way kids connect, which is playing tag in the park and just playing. Um, I realized once you take that into the corporate environment, one, it gives you a competitive advantage because nobody's doing that, and two, you don't get burned out because you actually enjoy the process and what it is that you're doing. It's not yeah. So you enjoy the process yourself,
0: but then the people that are part of it, right, are also enjoying it. They're not feeling like they're being sold to so directly, and they're not feeling so stiff in meetings and stuff like that. So if you are interested in hearing more about um, what Bryce is talking about, like you said, there is going to be the Training Tuesday happening um, very very soon in at our space in Toronto. But um, there'll also be a link to our Facebook page where you can catch um, Facebook Live uh, recap of that event. Free refreshments, too. (laughs) Yeah, free refreshments, as always.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so to learn more, I mean, I'm super easy to find. I actually think I'm the only Bryce Seto in the world. I, I, that, I think that's you know one of the one of the mixed kid problems, right? You get unique names. I'm um, <laughs> saying that uh, easy to find at Bryce Seto on all mediums. That's B-R-Y-C-E-S-E-T-O. You can find me on Twitter or Instagram. Um, hit me up on LinkedIn. Slide up in my DMs if you want to network, talk. Um, love hearing from entrepreneurs all around Toronto or anybody in the agency world. Um, let's grab a cup of coffee. Let's hang out. And also. You know, follow us to, to check out more content about the day-to-day life here at here at Now Creative Group.
0: Um, yep, you can follow us at Now Creates on all platforms. That's our username and our agency website, nowcreativegroup.com. Cheers.